Hey, y'all. Today is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be what? Glad in it. Comment down below if you finish that scripture with me. So my name is Shantavia Johnson, but you can call me Shay, and I am your host of Obedience Podcast. Here at Obedience Podcast, our mission is to simply obey. Obey is an acronym that stands for O, obeying God, B, believing in God's word, E, evolving through Christ Jesus, and Y, yielding to Holy Spirit. So if you think that you'll be interested in our content, if you're watching on YouTube, be sure to hit that subscribe button. And if you're listening on any of our audio podcasts and platforms, be sure to hit that follow button. But for all of our returning subscribers and listeners, welcome back and let's go ahead and jump into this episode. Welcome to season four, episode 33 of Obedience Podcast. It's such an honor to have you here because you could have been anywhere in the world, but you chose to be here with me, and that is such an honor. So before we even get started, I have to invite my co-host in, Holy Spirit. So let's take a moment and bow our heads in prayer. Father God, I want to thank you for allowing me to get on this platform another day. It has definitely been a day getting ready to film, but as always... You made a way and you helped me through it. I thank you for the team that's around me, um, the foundation that they have built and the time that we have gotten to spend during the process of getting this episode together. I thank you, Lord, for three successful years on the podcast and being with me all along the way through this journey, giving me ideas, guiding me comforting me. I truly thank you for that. I ask Lord through this filming that you step in and you help me deliver the amazing word that you provided to me. And I pray that through this episode, someone grows more in you. Someone grows their trust in you. Someone begins to obey you more. And someone steps out on faith and they pursue that perfect, their purpose to the full extent of how you want them to Lord, I pray during this episode for more of you and less of me. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. All right, so now that I welcome my co-host in, let's go ahead and jump into the high and low portion of the episode. So if you would like to submit any high and low moments that you may have during the week, you can always do so by DMing us on our Instagram page, Facebook page, or directly to our email address. If you do so, you have the chance to be featured on the podcast. And if you do want us to pray for you in private, just let us know and we will definitely still keep you in our prayers. So this week I did have one submission. So let me go ahead and pull that up. And that is from my cousin, y'all. She said, I'm thankful for my family. And y'all, I have to agree with her. I am so thankful for my family. This Sunday when I'm recording this, we had a family dinner at her house. And we had spaghetti and salad. And it was so good. That has to do with why I'm filming this episode so late in the night. It's 8.13, y'all. I never filmed this late. But, you know, you do what you got to do to get the ministry together, but also spend time with family. So I was very thankful to go over there today and spend time with them. So, yes, I agree. I am very thankful for my family as well. But that is the only submission that I received this week. So I'm going to go ahead and jump into my high and low 
for the week. So for my first high, I want to say that I am so very thankful and grateful that right now this episode is the podcast third anniversary episode and I am so thankful, excited, and grateful. Like if y'all would have told me in 2019 that the podcast would be where it's at right now, I would not have ever thought that that would be a thing. But look how far God has brought me in this process and I truly thank him for that. So that is my first high that we have celebrated three years of podcasting and God willing, we have many more years to go. You know, I'm working on the direction of Holy Spirit. So however long he wants me to do this is how long I'm going to be doing it. This is all about obedience, right? But I am so thankful that I did get to experience three years of podcasting. It has definitely been a journey. I do want to thank everybody out there who has been along for the ride. There are a lot of people that came in around that second year. Then we have some new people um, since I reached the thousand subscribers. But no matter if you're old or new, I appreciate you all the same because without you all, there will be no podcast. If you didn't listen, it wouldn't be helping anybody. So I'm just thankful that you guys are participating and listening and supporting. That means the absolute world to me. So thank you and pray for many more years, y'all. My next high is that the Seek Bible study has been doing absolutely amazing. If you are part of the Seek Bible study group and you listen to the podcast, I want to tell y'all, I thank y'all so, so much. I thank y'all every single week that I go live, but y'all have no idea how much of an answer prayer that you guys are. And to see you guys interacting and showing up, it means the world to me. And so we're in week three of this thing and we still have some people, you know, hanging in there. I see new people coming and I'm just so grateful for that. And it's all glory to God. I remember this past week, I still had so much work to do regarding the Bible study on Thursday. And I go live on Thursday and I needed to release the printable, finish my PowerPoint and finish my notes. And I still had to do all of that. And it was Wednesday night going on Thursday morning because it was like 12 in the morning. And I just remember sitting on the couch and telling my mom and my grandma, like, whew, I have a lot of work to do. And my grandma was like, you've added so much on you. And I was like, God told me to sacrifice myself. And that's what I've been doing. I've been giving my time and I see the benefits of it. This is something I truly love to do. And he helped me through finishing everything on time. Like I started live on time. I had all my notes. The printable was done. The PowerPoint was amazing. And God just worked through me in the live. And so I'm so thankful for the experience that I'm experiencing through the podcast. Oh, through the Seek Bible study. So if you are not a part of the Seek Bible study, sis, you are missing out. I will include everything below in the show notes for the Seek Bible study plan. If you don't know, what we do is we follow a Bible plan together through the week. We work solo or in a group, however you guys like to work. And then we get together on Thursday nights at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. And we recap everything that we've learned throughout the week and so far these past two weeks have been absolutely amazing and I cannot wait for the live this week. I am thankful for the ability to be able to push myself and 
um, spread myself thin for God. As I get into more of this episode, you'll see what I mean by spreading myself thin and why I'm thankful to do that. So glory to God for that. But I think I'm going to make that my last high moment for the week. And I'm going to go ahead and move into two low moments that I have for this week. So the first low moment, I want you all to be in prayer with me for the hurricane survivors of the hurricane that passed through Puerto Rico. If you don't know, I live on the Gulf Coast of Alabama and we are in hurricane territory. So we track hurricanes around hurricane season just to, you know, make sure we are in the clear. So I know what it's like to go through a hurricane. I know what it's like in the aftermath of a hurricane and how devastating it can be. And so when I saw the storm hit Puerto Rico and how bad it hit Puerto Rico, I definitely extended some prayers out. So I wanted to make you guys aware of this so you can pray for them as well. Pray for any resources they need. Pray for the strength to get through this time. Pray for the peace that they'll need. And pray for the um, the faith, that they keep their faith during this time. Because I know through natural disasters like this, a lot of people, their faith does become tested. So let's just pray for their strength in their faith. And anybody to get a renewed faith or a, a, um, a new faith, that they find a new faith through this process. So definitely be in prayer with me on that. And then the second thing I want y'all to be in prayer with me on, and I'm believing in faith that this is going to happen. Recently, this past Friday, I had a little sinus attack happen to me. I woke up that morning and I was just sneezing and sneezing and sneezing nonstop. And it actually lasted until late in the afternoon. My nose was so stuffed. My face hurt so bad. I did start to feel better. But unfortunately, my sense of smell did go away. And if y'all don't know, I suffered a long time, probably about two years without being able to smell. And if, you know, my smell would come off and on within those two years, but majority of the time I couldn't smell. And so I ended up having nasal surgery and sinus surgery. And after that surgery, my smell came back and I I had been thriving, y'all. So this is the first time in a very, very long time that I can't smell. But right now I cannot smell. And I know it's just because of the swelling in my nose because of me having that like sneeze attack that Friday. So let's be in agreement in prayer that my sense of smell comes back and I can smell the fall scents because they're my favorite. I do not want to miss out on smelling Thanksgiving dinner. So y'all just pray for me that my sense of smell does come back and I am believing in Jesus name that it will. But those are the two things that I do want you guys to be in agreement with me on in prayer. And remember, y'all, if you do have any areas that you want me to pray for you in or be in agreement with prayer with you in, please just DM us on our Instagram page, Facebook page, or directly to our email address, and we will always be in agreement with you. But now that I've got the high and low portion out of the way, let's go ahead and jump into the biblical portion of the episode. So like I mentioned in the high and low portion of the episode, this is the three-year anniversary episode of Obedience Podcast. So three years ago, September 26, 2019, Obedience Podcast released its first episode, and that episode was titled Faith. And at the time, I was 26 years old. I literally had just turned 26 because my birthday is on 
August 18th and I had recently developed a renewed faith and I got this calling on my heart to start this podcast. And so during that filming, I did not have the full vision of what this podcast was going to be and where exactly God was going to take me regarding the podcast or the rest of my life at that point. But I knew that he was giving me the go ahead to go and create that podcast and step off the boat like Peter. I don't know if you guys have ever noticed, but that is the logo of the podcast. A little lady, because I gave a little afro, a little lady stepping off the boat, basically making her faith move. And that's what I was doing at the time when I started the podcast. As many months has passed and those months turned into years, God has revealed more and more of his plan for me with the podcast and now 142 episodes later 6,000 plus plays later on podcasting platforms and 1,085 subscribers on YouTube later many things have changed with the podcast but one thing has always remained the same and that is my obedience For the past three years, I've tried my best to get on here every single week and produce a new episode, and I've only missed a couple, so I am extremely proud of myself. And during the past two years, one of my main goals was to reach a 1,000 subscribers on YouTube in order to gain monetization status in hopes of working full-time in ministry because there was a point in time in 2020 where I like really fell in love with podcasting and knew that. I wanted to teach God's word as a full-time job. Like I wanted to work full-time in ministry. And the only way to work full-time in ministry is to have some type of income come from the ministry. So one way to do that was to become monetized on YouTube. And this past July, we actually reached the goal of 1,000 subscribers. We actually surpassed that goal. Thank God. But unfortunately, at this moment, we still do not have monetization status. If you do not know, you have to have 4,000 watch hours and 1,000 subscribers to become monetized on YouTube. And I am a little below that. I'm like at three, no, I'm like at 2,989, I think, last time I checked. So I'm a ways away from 4,000. But initially, when I realized I was very far from my 4,000 watch hours, I remained hopeful and I was determined to get my 4,000 watch hours and, you know, not to become weary. But by the middle of August, when I checked my watch hours and it really hadn't moved that much, I began to get weary. I cannot lie. I began to get weary and I began to lose hope. I was thinking, Lord, I've been so consistent in the past three years and I've reached these thousand subscribers. Like what's taking so long to reach my 4,000 watch hours? Like I've seen people create YouTube channels after I've created mine and they've already reached monetization status. What is going on, Lord? I am tired of being in this waiting season. I'm ready to reap what I have sown. I'm ready, Lord. And then he hit me with the scripture that I chose for my anchor scripture for the age of 29, which is Galatians 6 and 9, which says, Let us not get tired of doing good, for we will reap at the proper time if we don't give up. And y'all, I was immediately convicted With that portion of the scripture that says we will reap at the proper time if we do not give up because I was on the verge of just being like, forget it. Like 
this is taking forever. And then I've heard people say that even when they get monetized, it's still hard to get a check. Like, why am I still doing this? Like, let me figure out another lane to go down. But, you know, God got me back in my track, got me back on path and hit me with Galatians 6 and 9 that really convicted my heart. But baby, one thing about God is when he gets his child together, he is going to get you together, but then he's going to provide you some hope as well. And he always does that for me. So after he got me together with the Galatians 6 and 9, he directed me to footage that I filmed a while back in 2021. At the start of 2021, during quarantine, I had actually started a family Bible study. I got the nudge in my heart to begin filming those. And so I filmed this particular Bible study back in 2021. And in the Bible study, I was talking about waiting and expectation. And as I watched that full Bible study, I gained complete renewed hope in working in my purpose and doing this podcast, releasing YouTube episodes and being consistent. I completely regained renewed hope in all of that. So to celebrate my three years of podcasting, what I wanted to do is provide my listeners with the study of waiting and expectation in hopes that through this study, someone else can gain renewed strength in their waiting season, just like I gained from when I listened to this study. So what I did is I revisited it and I have new points and I also got a new word from God. So I am so excited to dive into this study for today. So for those of you who have your Bibles, let's go ahead and turn to James Chapter 15, verse 7, insists, let's wait in expectation. So our focus scripture for today will be James chapter 5, verse 7. And we're going to focus on the B portion of that scripture, which says, See how the farmer waits for the precious fruit of the earth and is patient with it until it receives the early and the late rains. Now, the B portion of the scripture provides to us the example of how we should be in our waiting season. Farmers wait for their crops to yield. And as we see in the scripture, they wait patiently. James, the writer of the book of James, provides the perfect analogy in these scriptures. Because once farmers put their seed in the ground, it may take weeks or months before there's a hint of their crop coming up out of the ground. So in preparation for this episode, what I decided to do was do a little research on the process for growing my all-time favorite vegetable, which is a potato. Yes, the potato is my all-time favorite vegetable in the world because they are so flexible y'all potatoes are so flexible you can have potato chips you can have potato salad you can have mashed potatoes you can have french fries which are my all-time favorite thing in the world you have you can have hash browns tater tots baked potatoes potato soup like i legit could go on and on because potatoes are so versatile that is why it's one of my favorite vegetables of all time. And the process of creating potatoes takes a lot of work. And it also takes a lot of waiting on the farmer's side of things. So according to the Agricultural Statistics Board in the state of Florida, potatoes are normally planted around early fall in September. And then they are harvested, so pulled out of the ground in the middle of the summer in July. 
So this crop literally goes through four seasons before it can be pulled out the ground for best consumption. But while the farmers do have to wait from fall until summer before they can harvest their potatoes, that doesn't mean that they're just going to sit on their farm in a little swing. I'm thinking like a little rocking chair. Yeah, yeah, we're going to say they don't just go to their farm and sit on their rocking chair and just rock back and forth and just watch the crop all day. No. They actually have work to do in the waiting season to make sure that potato comes out as best as it can. According to almanac.com, farmers have to water the potatoes on a weekly basis, and then they have to do this thing called healing. So healing is when you mound up the soil around the plant so only the leaves are exposed to the direct sunlight. And it's vital to make sure that the spuds that come off of the potatoes, that they don't hit direct sunlight. Because if they do, it could cause those spuds to turn green and produce a chemical called solanine, which gives off a bitter taste for the potato. And plus, it's toxic. So basically, farmers are waiting in expectation, just like we should be doing with our purpose. In our waiting season, we should be waiting in expectation until our purpose grows to its full potential, just like the farmers wait until their crop reaches its full potential. And with this assignment, it just isn't like magically completed like it was when we were in grade school. Y'all know, y'all just chuckled because I know me, myself, how my mama worked. I can remember very specifically one project in third grade where we had to make floats. And the only thing I did in that project was pick who I was going to talk about, which was Martin Luther King Jr. And I picked him and then my mama made my float. She set it all up. And then when I woke up in the morning, she said, this is how you're going to present it to the class. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and you know, when I got home, it's like, okay, what well, we made on our project. <laughs> If only things were that easy now, but unfortunately, they aren't. Things do not work like that. We, which you have to do the work in your waiting season, according to whichever assignment that God gave you, you have to do the work. And completing the work while you're waiting is how you wait in expectation. So to break the concept of waiting and expectation down a little more and make it more plain for you guys out there, I went out and I purchased a organic tomato grow kit. And if you're watching on the video portion of the episode, then you see I'm holding up the kit that I purchased right here. And you see that it's an organic tomato grow kit. And I'm going to use the physical process of the grow kit to explain how we spiritually do the work and wait in expectation. So let's go ahead and jump into the breakdown. <laughs> so the first thing I want to point out on the front of this box, it says everything included, just add water. So the manufacturers on this here box, they made sure that their customers had everything they needed to get the job done but they just had to add one thing which is just add water and in the same way the manufacturers of this year grow kit provided their customers with everything that they needed except water 
God has provided you regarding your purpose, everything that you need, all you have to do is just add faith. If you don't add faith to your purpose, there's no way that your purpose can grow. In my purpose, God has instructed me to teach his word and he's providing me everything that I need. Well, I should say, and he has provided me everything that I need along this walk of completing my purpose. So one, he instilled inside of me the ability to understand his word, to love to read his word, because everybody doesn't love to read the Bible and to have that knack to teach people and really break it down and make it plain to get people to really understand what his word is saying. He instilled that down in me from in my mother's womb. And then the second thing with the podcast, like as I was getting it ready, God provided everything that we needed when the podcast first started. He provided a mic. He provided a camera that I already had. I already had the laptop to make sure the episode got out. Like I had everything that I needed and he has consistently made sure I have everything I need to get what he needs me to get out. And then another thing that he instilled inside of me when I was in my mother's womb was having the knack for being creative. And so when I get ready to make the printables or make the PowerPoint or edit the videos to the podcast or create the logos, because I have done all of that. I've created the logo. I've created like every brand thing that you see. I've done it myself. He gave me the ability to do all that. Everybody can't do all that. I know my grandma has always asked, like, how do you learn how to do all that? And I'm just like. Mm -hmm. practice learn how to do it but it doesn't just come that easy to everybody that's something that God has blessed me with there is not a gift on the inside of me that I cannot use for the purpose that God has given me that's how sovereign in particular he is when it comes to creating each and every single one of us but if I have all of those things on the inside of me but I never act on my assignment remember faith is an action word then my purpose will never grow. If when God told me to start the podcast in 2019 and I decided to never start it, you guys would not be watching or listening to this episode right now. And just like if you don't add water to this grow kit, these tomatoes will never flourish because they don't have any water to help them grow. So the question for you is, in your waiting season, are you adding faith? to your purpose and what that looks like for anyone out there questioning is lord you told me to start this podcast i've never done a podcast i'm a behind the scenes person i don't even like to talk and i'm an introvert but you know what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna start this podcast i'm gonna be obedient and do what you told me to do and trust in you or another example lord you told me to start this podcast and i've been doing it but we're only getting like two listeners per episode. But I'm still going to do the podcast because I know that you told me to do it. And it doesn't matter how many viewers I'm getting. Or another one that I've been holding on to really hard for the last couple of months is, Lord, it has been three years since she told me to start this podcast. And I am still working full time in corporate America. I'm still going to release a podcast every single week, though, even though I'm still working in full-time corporate. I really want to work full-time ministry, but I'm still going to believe in you and know that you'll get me there. So, sis, I say all of that to tell you, just add faith to your purpose, and I promise you, it will grow. And that leads me to my next thing I want to talk about. So, we know that this growth kit says that it has everything that you need, right? But you just have to have water, of course. But that's another essential thing that is not written on the box. 
and it was included on the instructions, but it's very essential to the process of growing the tomatoes. And do y'all know what that is? That's simply opening the box and deciding that I am going to use the grow kit. There are so many products sitting around my house of projects that I said I was going to do that I absolutely never completed. They're just sitting and collecting dust, to be completely honest with you. So if I don't mentally decide that I'm going to use this grow kit, then the grow kit is 100% useless to me because it's just going to sit in my house and collect dust and nothing's going to come from it. And in the same way that this grow kit can just sit in my house and collect dust and not grow at all, if you choose that you're not going to do the work required to be done in your purpose, your purpose will do the same thing. Just sit there and collect dust. So say that God told you to write a book. And in the moment you have faith, you're like, yes, God, I'm going to write this book. This book is going to help so many people. And this book is going to be so successful. You've put faith on that book, right? But then six months later, when someone asks you, hey, what's the status of your book? And you haven't written a page, not even a half a chapter one is done. How can an unwritten book be successful? How can an unwritten book help people? This is why you have to decide that you're going to do the thing that God told you to do. So for a while before I actually decided to actually do the seek Bible study, I could feel that God was telling me to go live on my YouTube channel. And I was refusing. I was like, no, God, I don't have time for that. I'm not a live person. No, like I'm doing this podcast. Sit down, be happy. (laughs) But when I finally trusted in God and I started doing the Seek Bible study, like I mentioned in my high moment, God has made a way every single week. The questions come all the time. The scriptures to read, they come so easily. The PowerPoint setup comes so easily. The notes come so easy. The people show up. So the whole time that I was just making excuses and not doing it, God had already had everything set up for me. But he couldn't show me all of that until I actually did it, right? He couldn't show me how much he had my back in that process until I actually did it, right? And now, like I mentioned, we're on our third week of the Bible study. And when we finished the first week, my mama told me, she said, this has really helped me out so much. This is literally an answer prayer because I wanted to get in the word, but I just couldn't figure out how to do it. But now that we're doing this, I'm in it and I'm understanding. It's making sense. Y'all, for my teachers out there, y'all know how they feel. When a student tell you that they're understanding, do you know the warmth that was in my heart from that? So the whole time I was refusing, I was holding my mama back. You see how my obedience was tied to her? So sis, I say all of that to say, you have to decide that you're going to do the work. And I prompt you right now to decide that you are going to do the work. And with that being said, that leads me to my next thing. So when I opened this here grow kit, I saw the planter that came with it. I saw the tomato seeds. The potting mix was already in there. And then I saw this thing called a fertilizer spike. 
And initially, I was like, what in the world is this brown thing? Like, what am I supposed to do with this? I have never seen this in any of the plants that my grandma has planted. But then as I looked deeper into the box, I realized that the box came with instructions. I have them right here. The box came with instructions. So I decided to open the instructions and read to gain the knowledge that I needed to grow my plant successfully. And in the same way that this grow kit includes instructions, God has provided you with instructions. And that's his living word, the Bible. Yes, the B-I-B-L-E. Yes, that's the book for me. A little shout out for my vacation Bible school babies who grew up in vacation Bible school like me. God's words include all the instructions that you'll ever need in life, all the instructions that you'll ever need in your purpose. God's word has everything that you need in it. His word provides you with instructions on how to gain more faith, how faith works, how patient works, how to make money. And it's where he speaks to us the most too. Now, I can attest that when God gives you a purpose, he does not give you the full plan. Y'all know like those movies where they're going on a hunt. You have that person like clears off the table and like throws the map down and says, this is what we're going to do. God does not do that. (laughs) He does not do that. Unfortunately, he gives us sneak peeks and we just have to jump in and go along for the ride and seek his instructions for the next step. You know, that's why. The word of God is so essential when it comes to waiting for your purpose or waiting for your desire because it's going to give you hope. It's going to give you strength. It's going to give you encouragement. And I want to say, yes, God does speak to us all in different ways. But the one way that he speaks to us all is in his word. And I know for a fact that the instructions for seek Bible study came from reading God's word. As I was reading my Bible plan, I kept noticing the word seek over and over again. And a lot of the times I had already read those scriptures before in my life, but seek was never as prevalent to me as it was before I started the seek Bible study. So I knew that God was trying to like lead my attention to that area. And that's because he was trying to lead me to start the Seek Bible study. He was trying to lead me to what he wanted me to name it and what it was going to be based on, which is seeking him, seeking his words, seeking him, seeking his knowledge, you know. And I share that story to prove to you guys that his word provides us instructions on what we need to do when we're in the waiting season or what we need to do even before we start our purpose. Like it provides you with what you need to do. And also to prove my point that I always like to prove that God's word is the living word. And you can read the same scripture right now. And it can mean something totally different if you read it the next day, because the word moves to what you need in whatever moment or situation that you're in. Boom. So sis, read the word. Read his instructions. He provided us an entire manual. I like to think when I'm reading the Bible, like, man, all these people that we're reading about, none of them had the benefit of having this Bible, this instruction manual. Imagine if we didn't have that. I know I'll be in shambles. But you definitely want to read his word to instruct you on how to live your life and also how to gain your purpose or how to continue doing your purpose. 
or what you need to do within your purpose. Everything is in the book. I promise you, everything is there. And with that, that leads me to my next thing. So once I read the instructions on how to grow my tomatoes, I realized that the first step was planting and germination. Then I was like, oh, well, what's germination? And so then I went to my good sis, Google, and she told me that germination is the process when seeds or spores begin to grow and put out shoots after a period of dormancy. And sis, that dormancy almost made me run around the house, take off and run around the house. Because sometimes in your purpose, it will seem like you're in a dormant state, like nothing's happening around you, but it's not really dormant. It's working. It's all working on the inside. It's just work that you can't see, but it's working. So just like the seed is doing the work on the inside of the soil, God is doing the work on the inside of you to get you ready to walk fully in your ministry or fully in your purpose. So you may just be running in your purpose, just running and running and you're doing the work, but you're not seeing the benefits of it. You're not seeing anything that happened to me when we were doing the podcast and we had like one or two listeners. It's like, God, we're doing the work. Why don't we see anything? Why don't we see anything? But God was doing the work on the inside of us. I encourage you, sis, that it's benefiting you. He's doing the work on the inside of you. He's growing your faith on the inside of you. He's growing your perseverance on the inside of you. During the first two years of the podcast, I had to lean so heavily on James chapter 1, verses 2 through 4, where it says, Consider it great joy, my brothers and sister, whenever you experience various trials, because you know that the testing of your faith produces endurance. And let endurance have its full effect so that you may be mature and complete, lacking nothing. And I lean so heavily on this scripture because I needed the pure joy as I was experiencing these trials of nothing happened. I wanted to persevere. I wanted to endure because I did not want to lack. Like verse 4 says, I didn't want to lack anything. I didn't want the podcast to lack. I didn't want my purpose to lack. I didn't want my life to lack. I didn't want anything to lack around me. So I had to let my perseverance endure. So in present day, this germination stage, it actually reminds me of my workout journey that I'm going through right now. So this past month, I've been working out every single day except Sundays for 30 minutes a day. But I know that if I didn't tell you that or anybody who sees me in person, I know that they wouldn't be able to tell. It's only been a month. The only person who would really be able to tell is me. If my clothes fit a little different, but you're not going to see any drastic changes in my weight because I've only been doing it for a month. But I promise you, when I get on that treadmill or when I get on that Peloton, I'm working out hard. Like, I feel like I should see results like as soon as I get off. But no, I have to endure. I have to keep going because weight loss doesn't happen overnight. Just like your purpose, I promise, doesn't happen overnight. But the work is happening on the inside. As I'm working out, I'm burning that fat. And my body's getting rid of it. And so eventually, after I keep enduring, you're going to see the change in my body. So not only will I, when I pull my pants up, feel a difference, you'll look at me and say, hey, Shay, you lost some weight, didn't it? This face is going to get slimmer. My dress size is going to go down. It's going to happen. But I just have to keep enduring. So be encouraged that when you are in your dormant season, 
that does not mean work isn't happening. It's just happening on the inside where you can't see it, but it's happening. It's happening in the spirit realm right now. And at the appointed time, you will see the results of your work. So, sis, keep doing the work. And with that, that leads me to my next thing, which is the second step of the planting process, which is titled early growth. Now, during the early growth stage, leaves begin to emerge from the soil and the instructions tell you that when it reaches two inches you are to remove all but three of the healthiest leaves from the soil this will allow the plant to grow larger so just like with the grow kit when the leaves start to emerge from the soil and then you have to remove the bad leaves and only keep the three healthiest ones you may have to do the same thing in your purpose You may have to remove some things from around you in order for your purpose to grow to its full potential. Sis, there's something that God told you to get rid of a long time ago, but you're still holding on to it. Why are you holding on to it? And I'm here to say that thing is not always bad that you have to let go or take out of your life. It's not always bad. In April, my longtime co-host, she left the podcast to pursue her purpose. It wasn't a bad thing. And what happened with her leaving, it actually allowed me to grow more. I grew more in my faith. I grew more in my confidence. And I grew more in my trust in God because I had to completely lean on him during this time because solo podcasting is something I never thought I would do. It's terrifying. And I really had to lean on God in the time of transitioning to solo ministry. I still have to lean on him every single time I get on this platform and talk to y'all. I have to lean on him. But when I'm doing that, I'm in my thinning season. So according to the instructions, after you remove those bad leaves from the grow kit, your plant is now thin. And to the untrained eye, this may seem like a bad thing. Because I know when I said I was thinning, y'all probably were like, girl, what? You were spreading yourself short? Like, no, that's not what you're supposed to do. That's not what I mean. Thinning is not a bad thing. To the untrained eye, it may seem bad, but it's really not a bad thing. This is your pruning season. And that leads me to my next thing, which is step three in the instruction manual, which is green growth. And this step is right after you remove those leaves from the grow kit and you're in your thinning stage, that thinning, which is pruning in a spiritual sense, it allows the seed to grow. That's when the stems begin to grow larger and then you have plenty of leaves. This is when you're doing the most flourishing and this is when you're doing the most growth. Right after you thin yourself out, right after you're going through your pruning season, that's when you start doing the most growth. You begin to reap the benefits of your purpose. And in the instructions of the Grow Kit Manual, it actually says that you have to keep watering your plant and watch it grow. It actually says that in the instructions. And just like with this plant, when you start seeing it grow, that doesn't mean stop taking care of it. And in the instruction manual of the Grow Kit, it actually says that in this green growth stage, you will start to see your plant grow larger and your leaves are going to like flourish, but you still need to water it. Don't stop watering it. Just water and watch it grow. And in the same way that you are to keep watering your plant and watch it grow, you are to do the same thing with your purpose or your desire. 
when you start to see it grow, that doesn't mean just to stop taking care of it. You need to keep taking care of it. You need to keep watering it. You need to keep taking care of it. And actually, the instructions in the grow kit, it goes from starting at one fourth cup twice a week to now one cup of water twice a week. So as the plant is growing more, it needs more water. And as you grow more in your purpose, you are going to need more of God. You're going to need to grow in your faith. You're going to need more prayer time. You're going to need to spend more time with him. You're going to need to be in praise and worship even more. And the reason I say that is because when you start to flourish, that's when the enemy likes to tempt you the most. He does not like to see good things going on. And thankfully for you guys, I do have an episode already of the podcast detailing out and explaining how you can identify the tricks and schemes of the enemy so it helps you fight him even more. It's titled, Sis, Choose Ye This Day. And I'll leave it down below in the show notes, but it gives amazing tips on identifying the enemy's schemes and protecting yourself from his schemes. And that leads me to my next thing. And that's the fourth step in my instruction manual. And that's titled flowering and fruiting. So in this stage, the leaves, they actually begin to produce flowers. And I was like astonished when I read this. I was like, what? Flowers with tomatoes? Really? But yes, flowers begin to appear. And in the instructions, that's at the point where you place the fertilizer stick in the soil. And the instructions say to tap on the base of the plant to allow the pollen from the flower to pollinate the plant. And so this step spiritually is when you begin to bloom. You're walking fully in your purpose. People see God's light through you. People are noticing your ministry. People are noticing the gift that God gave you. They're putting some respect on your name. You're flourishing. And also in this step, spiritually, I would compare the fertilizer stick to the fruits of the spirit. And if you're curious like I was, the fertilizer stick produces a constant supply of nutrients into the soil. So that's why I compared it to the fruits of the spirit. Because applying the fruits of the spirit to your life is going to help you consistently in the ministry. It's going to help you consistently with the people in your ministry. It's going to help you consistently with your family and friends. And it's also going to help you consistently with yourself. Constantly reflecting your life, the fruits of the spirit, you're going to have no choice but to change. And also, I will compare the fertilizer stick to allowing Holy Spirit to change you more and more. When you tap that base of the plant, I would say that's Holy Spirit tapping you, convicting you, saying, hey, 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 daughter, change. Hey, 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 son, change. And with that, that leads me to my last thing, because we're on our fifth step in the instruction manual, and that is to harvest and keep growing. Your tomatoes are visible now. You can see them. The instructions say that they are going to grow to the size of a grape. Because they're cherry tomatoes. I don't know if I mentioned that. But you can now reap what you've sown in the ground. You can now pull your tomatoes out. But the tomatoes are not yet ready. The instructions actually point out that when the tomatoes are the size of a grape, you can pull them. But they'll start out green. And then over time, they'll turn red. And that means that they are fully ripe. That's the best time for consumption. And if you move too fast and you try to eat that fruit or you pluck it out, then the taste of that tomato won't be as great as it can be. 
And this step spiritually is when you begin to reap and you start to see the benefits of working consistently in your purpose. That doesn't mean just take the seed out the ground and stop doing the work. No, you want to keep working at it. You want to get right, don't you? <laughs> and uh, me right now, I feel like now with the podcast being at a thousand subscribers, but still waiting on the 4,000 subscribers, I'm waiting right now to allow the podcast to ripen. I still have work to do in the podcast. My podcast is still green. It needs to turn red. If I pull out right now, my reward is not going to be as good as it can be. I Yeah, I, I reached a goal of a thousand subscribers. I can say that, yes, I have a thousand subscribers on YouTube, but I cannot say I'm monetized on YouTube. I don't have the full benefits yet. I want to stick in there. I want to get ripe so I can turn red and start being monetized. Remember Galatians 6 and 9 that I mentioned at the start of this podcast. Let us not get tired of doing good, for we will reap at the proper time if we do not give up. I have to keep working. And I also want to add a bonus thing to my list, too, because the instructions does say harvest and keep growing. But keep growing can also refer to another point that I just thought of. When you do reach your purpose and you're like fully working in your purpose and you've maximized your purpose, that doesn't mean just stop. We never want to have our faith in just one thing because if we have our faith in one thing, that thing can easily become an idol. We need to have our faith in other things. We need to be trusting God in other things because he is not just like a, a one thing God. He wants to be in all aspects of our lives. So we want to continue having faith in God about things. So I keep mentioning desires because this process can go to desires as well. And then also you want to keep working to grow the kingdom. You always want to do that. Because each one of us, we have this purpose in our lives to grow his kingdom. And so that's why every single time at the end of this podcast, I offer people the opportunity to become reborn. Because I want to grow the kingdom. I'm getting on here to teach his people his word. But I also want to grab someone who's so far from God or they've never even met him and bring them back to the family. So actually right now, since I'm in this posture, this is not normally where I do this in the show, but I want to go ahead and offer someone out there the opportunity to become reborn. Now, I say reborn because in John chapter 3, verse 3, it says, Truly I tell you, unless someone is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. And to become reborn is actually really simple. All you have to do is repeat this very short prayer after me. Lord Jesus... I know without you, I am lost. Today, I make the decision to make you the Lord of my life. Thank you for forgiving and delivering me from sins. I give you the throne of my heart to lead and guide me in the way that I should go. In Jesus' name, amen. And just like that, you are now a part of the kingdom of God. And we are so excited to finally have you a part of the family. Congratulations. Yay. If you did repeat that prayer after me, 
the first essential step that you want to take is to connect to a Bible teaching church. When you join a church, you will gain access to a shepherd. A shepherd is going to be a preacher and teach you his word. So I definitely encourage you to connect with a Bible teaching church. And it also gives you fellowship as well. And then the second essential step, in my opinion, is to purchase our Reborn workbook. The link will be down below in the show notes. But that workbook does provide you a ton of resources to help you through this new walk. So definitely check that out. Normally in my show, after I finish, I like to go ahead and say a prayer for people to help them in their area. So I want to go ahead and do that now because I do feel like this episode is going to help someone. And I want to pray for you in their area and pray for your strength. So let's take a moment and bow our heads regarding waiting and expectation. But Father God, I want to thank you again for this episode. I want to thank you for the woman and man that clicked on this podcast. And they've been listening to this episode and their heart is yearning. They're convicted. They want to wait in expectation. They want to start working back in their purpose. They want to get back on track. I pray, Lord, that they realize that you've always been there just waiting on them. And all they have to do is just turn and accept you. You're not going to condemn them. You're not going to make them run away from you. You're going to open your arm with love and kindness just to take them back. I pray, Lord, as they're on this journey to wait in expectation, they lean on you for strength. They lean on you for encouragement. They lean on you for ideas. And they continue to do the work in their waiting season. I pray, Lord, as I am in my waiting season, that I am encouraged, that I am strengthened, that I am motivated. I pray, Lord, that for everybody out there who who's in their waiting season, when it starts to get tough, when it starts to get dark, that they just know that you are always there. And whatever it looks like in this earthly world, it does not look like that to you. You can move mountains. So imagine what you can do in their lives. I pray for their encouragement. I pray for their willingness to go to you and run to you, Lord. And I just pray that you give them the strength that they need as they wait in expectation. I pray that people see their lives changed, their purpose changed, their ministry changed as they walk in expectation. And again, Lord, I want to thank you for this word. I thank you for the renewed hope, the renewed encouragement. And I continue to yield my life over to you to teach your people and do what you assigned me to do when I was in my mother's womb. Thank you for this opportunity and thank you for this platform and thank you for the person who is listening. I pray, Lord, that they know that they are seen. You created them for a purpose. You created them for a reason. So whatever you've placed down in their heart, they need to get back on track. They need to do it and just start the work and continue to work and continue to wait. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. All right, y'all. We have made it through. That is all that I have for y'all today. I pray that y'all are encouraged to wait in expectation. Do me a favor. Comment down below if you are committed to wait in expectation. And also, when you're commenting, let me know two things. What was your key takeaway from today's episode? And also, did you learn something new? If you're on YouTube, you can comment in the comment section. And if you're listening on Spotify, you can comment in the Q&A portion of the app. 
I love to talk to y'all. So I cannot wait to see your responses. And if you happen to be watching the YouTube premiere right now, I see you. We see each other. I want to thank you so much for spending time with me. It means the world to me because like I said, you could have been anywhere, but you chose to spend time with me and give God some of your time. So it's not just for me. It's for him as well. And it's also for you because you're going to grow, grow, grow. So thank you for this fellowship opportunity. If you happen to be listening to this or watching the replay, if you do want to catch the premiere, I do premiere the episodes at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time on Tuesdays on my YouTube channel. So definitely subscribe and hit the bell notification so you're notified every single time a new video premieres. And if you're listening on podcasts and platforms, I'll be sure to include my YouTube channel in the show notes below. And regardless of where you are listening or watching, I want everybody to share this word with five of your friends it's going to be so essential to get this word out to encourage people to wait in expectation and continue to do that purpose and know that they are seen definitely share this episode out with five of your friends pretty 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 please and then lastly remember that if you do have any prayer requests or you want to submit any high and low moments you can always do so by dming us on our instagram page facebook page or directly to our email address i will make sure that it's on the screen for you right now and if you do you have the opportunity to be featured on the episode or if you want to be kept private just let me know and i will pray for you in private but again before i go i want to thank y'all so much for sticking with me for three years and i just asked you guys to pray for me during this next year that the podcast experience is tremendous supernatural growth and I keep growing through this process and we gain more people y'all this is a family and I am so happy and thankful for what God has given me so I just want to give all my thanks and warm wishes and virtual hugs to all of you guys out there like I said before you listening right now it means the world to me you are an answer prayer and I thank you so much for it All right, so I think that's all of my announcements. So I'm going to go ahead and get up out of here. But I pray that this video found you blessed and I pray that it left you even more blessed. In the meantime, in between time, as always, be obedient and I'll see y'all next time. Ciao.